You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast in community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. Hi guys, and welcome to this episode of the Self-Development Collective. So today I'm going to share with you a few pieces of advice that really helped my partner and I to survive the first three months of baby. Um, and also the second piece of advice is really helpful after those three months, you know, when, when we start to really get into those roles of who's going to stay at home and who's going to go to work, if obviously we're fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, but also just in general, I think with relationship resentment and all the things that happen when you have baby, when you're tired changes, when you feel like you're really doing separate roles. And I think that's something that my husband and I really learned, um, excuse me, and really struggled with at the beginning because we were both really used to having our roles being the same, right? I would work, he would work. Um, there was definitely, it felt like more of a balance. And obviously once a baby gets thrown into the mix, you know, someone tends to be home more to care for the baby. Um, whereas obviously someone else, someone else in the relationship keeps working, um, really just depends at the moment. This is our situation. So I can only, um, relate to, to that. And I can only speak from this experience. So this was really interesting for me because I definitely felt like the roles created resentment for me because I love working. I love this podcast. I love doing this, but our, my husband's business is the one that financially supports us. So obviously it was important for him to go to work, um, which meant that, you know, he had to sleep at night and he wasn't doing night feeds because obviously he's, he, um, has work where he works on roofs and stuff like that. So it was really important that he got his sleep for his safety, for his mental health. Um, obviously, you know, lack of sleep and then going to work is so different. I was able to nap during the day and get someone to come and help. Um, uh, so that was really, really good. But I will admit that me having to make such a big shift in my daily role was really challenging. Again, I love work. I love sitting here recording. I love doing this work. It's it's everything to me and not being able to do that was really challenging. So let's talk about first what happens in the first three months of baby. So I was reading this book before I fell pregnant and it's called Baby Bomb. And it's all about strategies to help couples survive, you know, having a relationship and also bringing a baby into the mix. And the name completely makes sense to me now because the idea of baby bomb, it's literally like that. It's just throws you, right? Like your life has changed literally overnight and it has to because, you know, one second baby's there or not there and one second, the next second baby is. So the first thing that I want to talk about and get really deep on really and really honest about is the grief that comes with having a baby. Um, I think it's normal at any point in our lives, anytime there's a big change, we can grieve or feel grief, feel sad, miss our old lives. And the challenge with having a baby is that it is a positive experience, but the way I like to explain it is it's one of the best, toughest decisions that you'll ever make because it involves such a change, right? It involves a change in roles, change in identity, change in time, change in relationships. Um, there is just so much change involved in having a baby that it completely makes sense that we would miss our old lives. And that's something that I was talking to um, with someone who's pregnant that I know at the moment. And I was saying to her, you know, it's, you're allowed to miss what was easier. And the fact of the matter is that life is a lot simpler without kids. Obviously you're not packing bags for an extra person. You're not trying to figure out why, why there's someone there crying and figuring out what's happening. You know, you're not on, you're not on someone 
else's time frame. And with a baby, obviously you're working with nap times and feed times and Even from the beginning, your time changes so drastically. And there is a lot of pressure around that idea that, you know, or there is a big focus, which makes complete sense on postnatal depression, but it really doesn't think about the fact that postnatal depression might be something that we experience because of all the changes that are happening. And that's not necessarily something that we get because we're not coping or struggling, but just because matter of the fact is that having a baby is really challenging. It's not an easy experience by any means when your life changes to that scale in one go, in my experience again. So this is something that I really recognize. And a piece of advice that really helped me was someone that I heard named Dr. Becky. I follow her on Instagram. Um, from She uh, has a company called Good Inside, and she is a psychologist on parenting. And she has a masterclass at the, uh, about becoming parents. And the first thing she said was that the beginning is about surviving, not thriving. And I was grateful to hear that advice because I felt like it took the pressure off. It took the pressure off feeling like I had to not be depressed or feeling that I shouldn't be struggling or not coping. And fact of the matter is, of course, you're in survival mode. Of course, the beginning is about surviving, not thriving because you're adjusting. You're getting used to such a big change. You and your partner are the way you relate to each other is different. You have less energy. You're struggling with sleep deprivation, especially at the beginning. So now I completely understand why she gave that advice. And that advice was so key for me because again, I kept reminding myself on tough days that it was about surviving, not thriving, that if I didn't feel positive or I couldn't see the bright side today, that it was okay because I was working with a big adjustment, a huge adjustment in so many different parts of my life and my husband as well. So that's the first thing that I hope that you find helpful in this advice. And it might sound a bit, um, I don't know, sometimes I worry that this advice might sound a bit negative, but I do think that it's actually quite um, upfront, honest, clear. And I think when we do that and we stop trying to run away from saying that things are hard, they just allow, they just give us the freedom to experience that and allow it to just be hard. I think I knew once I understood that advice, I knew that it wasn't just me, that I was, it wasn't me that wasn't coping. It's just a hard thing to go through, right? So surviving, not thriving. Best advice I can give you from the beginning, because truth of the matter is again, that it's so normal to experience the grief and the challenges that come with having a baby because the changes are huge. And I watched this Netflix movie the other day and it gave the best advice. It was about this young girl who in her 20s had a surprise pregnancy and she was really struggling at the beginning after having a baby. And her mom said to her, there's a part of of after having a baby that not many people speak about. And it's about the fact that you grieve your previous life because you will never not be a parent again. And that is so true because it's kind of like the fact that you realize that the level of responsibility is never going to change. You are always going to be responsible for this little human. Um, And that involves a big adjustment, a huge adjustment. So surviving, not thriving, and remembering that that period of grief is so normal Again, it's that that fourth trimester idea of adjusting. Even for the baby, it's a huge adjustment. You and baby, you're being born as a parent and baby's being born into this world and you're both trying to figure it out. It's absolutely normal at the beginning if it feels like a bit of a shit show because it probably is. And that's something that I definitely realized. And hearing that just helped me to put less pressure on myself. 
So advice number two. So relationships, resentment. So much happens when your roles change, right? So something that my partner and I really found challenging or I found challenging was that I had to stop working, stop doing the things that I really enjoy that fill my cup, um, and be the primary caregiver for the baby during the day. And we would have a lot of arguments, particularly on my end, because I was frustrated. You know, I would say, you know, you're out there building your business, doing an amazing job, doing what you love. And I'm here and I feel like I finally found my footing and what I love to do. And now I've had to take a step back. Um, and truth of the matter is that I loved baby and I loved being with baby, but I also know that I'm a, I'm a person as well. I have my own identity and things that I think fill me up. And not being able to do those is really hard. And when you feel like your partner's got it easier, um, which isn't necessarily the case, it's just the feelings that we have, right? That's that whole thing of resentment, that we feel that they don't understand us, that they have it easier, that their experience is different to ours. And something I've learned is that is very true. Both partners are having very different experiences if they're in a situation where one is working and one stays at home. They're completely different experiences. And And it becomes really hard because we start to feel like we can't understand each other's experiences. And there is a bit of a vibe that one person's got it better than the other, but often we both think about that as uh, about each other like that. So my, my husband was probably thinking it was easier for me to be at home in our own, you know, space. Um, and I was thinking that it was easier for him to be able to get up and head out and not have to do night feeds and that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of, um, challenges that come with the different roles that are involved once a baby comes on board. So something that's really helpful, a piece of advice that I got from the book Baby Bomb, which is such an accurate name now that I've had a baby and I fully understand why she chose that name. Um, And a really great book if you're about to have a baby, um, thinking of having a baby um, or have already had a baby, it's such a great book, straight to the point, great strategies. And one of the things that she recommended was writing down, both you and your partner writing down three things that are really important to you, three things that fill your cup up, that bring meaning to your life. So I wrote them down. My husband didn't, but even just knowing those three things is really important. Knowing those three things about each other as well is another thing that's really important too. And then it's about finding time to sketch those things in, helping each other to sketch those things in, prioritizing those things for each other as well as for yourselves. And what that does is it actually puts you two back on the same team, but also makes it, it makes you both feel like you're being heard, listened to, um, understood. And that's such an important um, aspect of this exercise because that's the challenge that I found the most, that when you really have separate roles, you really feel like you both struggle to understand each other, especially once you've had a baby. So this is something that helps because it brings us back to who we are before baby as well and helps us to remember the things that are important to us. So for me, that's here recording, doing this work. So my husband knew that this was really important. So we've had a couple of conversations around how I can sketch this in a bit more um, and the way we can support each other in doing that. And for my husband, he really wanted to get to the gym. Um, He loves swimming. Um, It really just, that's his calm. That's the way that he um, calms himself down after a big week. So obviously this involves a bit of like fun bargaining, compromising, um, in the relationship, but that's the important part. And that's that whole relationship bubble and being on the same team. Now, if you want to hear more about how to create that, that strong relationship and create more intimacy, I did do an episode on how to create a relationship bubble. It's an amazing piece of advice also that I found, um, that I share in a YouTube video. So I'll make sure to tag that in the description as well. And the podcast description too. Um, because it is a podcast episode as well. 
but doing this for each other. So I was really adamant about helping him to find that time to swim. And he really wanted to do it Sunday mornings. And obviously that was a bit of an adjustment for me because I'm with baby every morning um, from Monday to Saturday because my husband works Saturdays as well. But understanding how it was important to him and giving him his own time meant that I was happy to sacrifice a bit more time in the morning on a Sunday if it meant he got his time in. And then we made other sacrifices around me getting time in to make my stuff work whether that means that on a Sunday afternoon, he takes baby out for a bit and I just get that email out or write to the community. Um, so we found, we found ways slowly to make it work for one another. And that's really, really important because again, that is about getting on the same team, helping each other to feel heard, helping to prioritize what's important to one another. And obviously on that list, we had for me and him that we wanted to spend date night together. So for each other, we've prioritized that. We know how important our relationship is to one another. So we make time for that. Um, So these are all things that have been really helpful. There's such simple pieces of advice, but there's something about implementing that strategy and working on fitting in the things that are important to one another that just, again, they put you on the same team, which can be really important when you've had a baby because you feel like, you know, again, neither you are both on very different pages because you may be taking on very different roles. And that can be really challenging for the relationship because again, also the, the time factor, you have a baby, you have way less time, or you might feel that one partner has more time than the other. And you get a bit sort of in the mix there. And re- again, a lot of resentment can build up around that time factor. This helps that. It genuinely helps because we commit to making time for each other and for what is important to each other. So we both, again, feel heard, listened to, understood, and we feel valued by our partners and we feel as though what's important to us is being valued by them too. So this is a really simple strategy, but really helpful and I highly recommend it. So definitely give it a go. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'm going to end it here today. Um, make sure I'll make sure to share that intimacy episode Um, that I shared, but also don't forget about the free community that we have. I created some workbooks on boundaries, um, self-acceptance, self-esteem, all such important things for the relationship with ourselves and others, things that have helped me change my life. So I've shared a few free workbooks on there. So make sure to jump on the link below. That's our community that we have hosted on Circle. They have a great app as well. So you can even download the app and join the community there. But um, yeah, so that's there for you. Make sure to check out the free worksheet library. Um, I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for being part of this episode and thank you for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. You're now listening to the Self-Development Collective, a podcast in community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. 